Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. The start of a two-game series for the Rays and Blue Jays in Toronto. Jacob Faria making his second big league start for the Rays, and in the first inning, he was comfortable. Bottom of the first, he faces Jose Bautista. And a cut and a miss. And a cut and a miss. He strikes him out. There's a high fly ball back into deep right center. Pilar's going to look up. That baby is gone. Home run for Featherston. And the Rays take the lead. Here's a swing and a high drive into deep center field. Pilar turns and looks, and Morrison has hit a three-run homer into the flight deck in straightaway center. And the Rays get them all home. It's 4 nothing. There's a cut and a miss, and out on strikes He strikes him out with a fastball. And another great job by the 23-year-old right-hander. Had some success against Dickerson with the off. Oh, a long one to deep right center field on the first pitch. And that baby is out of here. It's a four-hit night for Dickerson. The Rays get to three over 500 for the first time since they were 5-2 early this season, picking up a commanding 8-1 win on Tuesday. Tampa Bay makes it six out of their last seven, picking up a Tuesday 8-1 win in Toronto. Here's Rays manager Kevin Cash. Jake Faria did it again. Just an outstanding effort by him. Uh, you know, we talked about earlier that there was thought the pretty challenging lineup to go face, and he quieted a really good lineup. Uh, he had a really good fastball. The changeup, the I think the breaking ball had a little more depth than what we saw as in his first outing, so that played a big part, especially against some of the righties. Uh, just strong performance on his part. Offensively, you know, we get on base, we get some guys uh, in scoring position, we don't capitalize the first two innings, and it seemed like it kind of all came together for us with uh, Taylor leading it off the home run, the third, I believe, and then Lomo with the big three-run shot, and then just added on from there. Longo's uh, double, first pitch double ready to hit. That was good to see. Um, and the guys, you know, they, they just they did a really nice job. Austin Pruitt also picked up the bullpen because – our bullpen was definitely still taxed a little bit. The off day was uh, nice, but to, to be able to give everybody else two more days is huge. How impressed are you with Faria's demeanor? Uh, very. I mean, he's a you know a young pitcher that doesn't seem phased by too much. You know, fell behind a couple of accounts and just you know went 2-0, 3-0 on a couple and, and came right back in and made big pitch and uh, big pitches after big pitch to, to you know settle everything down he doesn't seem like he gets overly amped on on anything and uh, that's a sign of a, a pitcher that's in control and that's what he showed 
you brought up Taylor Featherston, the home run he hit in the third, but what about his defense? We saw the double play early on. For him not to work with Robertson, I mean, what what did that show you to make, come up with that double play? Uh, yeah, he seems very sure-handed. Even the play that he, the backhand play that we didn't convert into an out, but uh, he seems very sure-handed, confident with what he's doing. He's done a nice job of following Charlie in the dugout for the different positioning, and it seems like he's right on page with everything that we're trying to accomplish. Corey Dickerson, four hits tonight, included the home run there in the ninth. I mean, again, just what can you say just about his consistency? He's having a big year. Uh, he's having a big year. Love the fact that he goes up there and he's taking his hits the other way. That's the difference from uh, right now to where he was last year. You, you just didn't see that. He got two or three of them today, and then he comes up and hits a big homer off of a, a look like a, a first pitch slider off loop. And Colby Rasmus, I mean, we've seen him come up offensively, but tonight two big plays in left field. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, he covers a lot of ground for us. He adds to what we think is a really good uh, defensive outfield. And uh, you watch him go after balls, you watch his reads, his positioning. He's been really good for us. For Logan, obviously a career year, he's headed on that track. But the leadership qualities that he seems to probably exude go hand in hand with what he's probably producing at the plate. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, he's, he's uh, we learned a lot about Lomo last year with his early season struggles, and you found out a lot about the type of guy he was, the type of teammate he was, that never wavered even through his struggles. Uh, and he's basically been the same guy now with all this success. I mean, he wasn't any quieter, I can tell you that, when he was struggling. So um, but we're fortunate to have him sitting there right behind Longo. It's been, it's been a really nice combination with the middle of our lineup, and Lomo you know, deserves a lot of credit for that. For a team that's lost a couple of key guys over the last four or five days, you guys are playing with a pretty good resolve. Do you yeah. think maybe that almost, like, in a way, kind of steals the guys together? Like, you know, we lost some guys, we really got to... Yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, they're, they're big losses. Matt Andrees is a big loss. KK, we've gone through this already with KK, and we know how huge that can be, but um, it does. I think it does bring the guys together, and it's always, it's always nice when you get the guys that come in to fill in and get some really strong performances from them, and that's what we've got. Malik Smith has been um, outstanding on both sides of the ball, just a really complete at bat right now, and, and Jake Freer to fill in the last two starts. Uh, looks like he belongs. Break. I think he threw one maybe to smoke in like the second inning that just seemed to like bottom out. Yeah, just yeah. Like, almost like that. Yeah, I mean, look, his pitch is fastball changeup. Uh, and I think the the cutter slider and the little breaking ball that he's throwing is continuing to evolve. But uh, I asked Dino in about the fourth inning, like, you know, what's the deal? I, I didn't recall that slider being that good. I mean, you could see the depth that he was creating with it. And he said it's the same pitch. It was just, you know, not as crisp uh, against the White Sox as it was today. Rookie Jacob Faria is two for two. He held the Blue Jays to six hits over six in the third, striking out eight and gives up just one run, becoming the third Rays pitcher all time to win his first two career games. Here's Faria after his excellent performance. I think it was just a matter of locating it early. Um, later in the game, I started falling behind some hitters, and that's when they had more solid contact. So just getting ahead early in the count and letting everything play out for that was really what was working. What do you think about the atmosphere here tonight and just the fans? It's cool. I mean, it's it was that's probably the most people I've ever thrown in front of in my life. So it was cool, you know, to hear them, you know, getting after it, cheering. You know, it's it was pretty fun. When you get called up again, what's your mindset when you're walking into this building tonight? You know, I was here before. You know, I've 
it's the same game, you know, just like the last time. So just try not to think too much of it and just attack the attack the zone and just do what I know how to do. Just want to ask you about some of the plays made behind you tonight. What do you think about your defense? It was awesome. I mean, Colby going back on that fly ball, uh, the double play turned early in the game. I mean, that's that makes it easy to pitch. I mean, just knowing that your defense is going to have your back, you can attack the zone and and just go for, go from there. In any way, and, and not speaking about the Blue Jay lineup, but in any way, was it easier tonight in that you'd gone through it before last week, or did it feel as much of a challenge? Or uh, I think the I was I felt the same. I mean, just really calm all day. Um, just knowing that you know I was going to you know sit down with Hick and, and Dino and, and go over the lineup before the game. Just knowing the information that Hick brings to the table and that the front office brings to the table, um, it makes it really easy to be confident going into the game. And were you less nervous? Were you less, less anxiety? You had a little confidence to draw on, having had a successful outing before, or not? Probably a little, just a. Little, I wouldn't say nervous, but the adrenaline probably wasn't pumping as high, just because, like you said, it was here last. You know, had had success the first game, so. Um, definitely a little uh, a little smoother from the from the beginning. Slider tonight, a little more break on it maybe than the other day. Yeah, a little more. Uh, I, that was what I worked on in my bullpen uh, when I got when I went down to Durham. Uh, me and Kyle just worked on trying to get maybe a little more um, side to side to it, um, and not so much just straight top to bottom. You threw a pitch in the second to smoke. Was that a changeup? Yes. Yeah, that, that's pretty good movement. Yeah, that's my bread and butter is fastball changeup. So that was. That was, a, I, that was a good one. Bottom six, we saw two on, and you've been in a groove up until this point. So how big of a strikeout was that to get Kendris Morales out? Huge. I mean, he's a really good hitter, too. So uh, just to be able to, to battle him and, and come out on top, is it's huge. I mean, it's kind of keeps the momentum in our favor. If he was able to you know, drive somebody in or drive, you know, put a ball in play there or you know, get on base, it kind of Put some momentum in their favor a little bit to kind of keep it in our favor. It was, that was huge. Having only seen you pitch in spring training, I mean, are you always this kind of cool, calm, and collected when you're out there pitching, or are you trying extra hard because there's so many cameras on you now? Or I mean, I. The funny thing is, like, so before every game in my entire minor career, I am super nervous because any team. I mean, it's the same thing up here. Any team, any day, can come out and bang you around. You know, so. I think just the fact that I feel the same way before every game kind of has kind of made it a little easier to come up and, and make the transition. Right. But even your demeanor on the mound, I mean, you don't seem to show much emotion, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah, I don't. Sometimes I feel like I show a little bit, and then everybody's like, oh, well, it didn't show anything. So I think my face is just frozen when I'm out there. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what really happens. The second of the short two-game series has Jake Odorizzi starting for the Rays against Francisco Liriano starting for Toronto. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.